And what is going on, guys? It is your host, Isaiah Bowick, and welcome to the Built Elite Training Podcast. I hope you guys are having a great day. Um, I am super excited about going into what today's topic is, okay? Recover smarter so you can train harder. What does this mean? You know, recover smarter so you can train harder. Um, I wanted to start off by sharing you guys a story. When I first started working out, um, when I was first about 17, 18 years old, buck 50, 130 pounds, um, I thought that I needed to train two to three hours a day. I thought I had to train Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday um, was off. That was church day. That was the lower day. So I could not work out um, Sundays. I did not work out Sundays, but the rest of the week, the rest of the week, I would train so hard. I would train, 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 um, little to no recovery, um, was well fatigued. Obviously I did see muscle growth through this, the process, but I do know I left a lot of growth on the table because, I was recovering so poorly. And that is where, you know, I'm going to be talking to you guys about recovery, soreness, mindset, uh, cortisol, stress, things like that here in the next few moments. But my thought process was, okay, I have to train six days a week, two to three hours. And I was wrong. I had to learn the hard way and it resulted in um, taking a few steps back. But today I'm going to talk to you guys why it's so important um, that on your recovery day, you know, it is forbidden not to recover. Like you need to recover. It is so important that you on a day-to-day basis understand that on your recovery day, you are focusing on these key things that I'm going to talk about. So the first thing I do want to talk about is the connection between cortisol and the sympathetic nervous system, um, fight or flight. If you haven't heard of what the sympathetic nervous system is, it's your, that fight or flight, you know, we, you see a bear, you see a lion, you, you start, you start running, you know, like, uh Oh, not good. You know, when we start training, because training is a stressor, you activate your sympathetic nervous system. Um, but I wanted to talk about first off what cortisol is, because this is one thing why it's so important that we are recovering smarter so we can train harder because when we train hard, when we are doing different things in our life, we activate cortisol and too much elevation of cortisol can lead to a lot of things. Um, Cortisol can cause um, a few steps back to our training. Um, And I do see this a lot, especially in people that have poor sleep, Um, their nutrition is off, that our stress is very high in their life, that cortisol being extremely high, their body isn't going to respond. Now, if you are a coach and you're watching this um, or listening to this podcast, um, and this is something that I've seen the last six years with my experience with um, coaching clients is the clients that have the hardest time dropping body fat, building muscle, you know, slow responders um, are the individuals that have very high stress in their life. These are the individuals that I see that are always twitchy, they're always anxious about things in their life. Um, there's always something going on that uh, their elevation of cortisol is always super high. So I want to first start off by laying this brick of what is cortisol. And uh, cortisol 
is it's, it's a steroid hormone. Okay. Now it is produced in the adrenal glands in response to stress as such. Um, cortisol is often referred to as the primary stress hormone in the body. And, uh, cortisol is needed in order to maintain normal psychological processes during times of stress. Now without cortisol, as, um, I was talking about, you know, with, without it, the body wouldn't, would be unable to respond effective, effectively to stress. Okay. So we need it. And, and without cortisol, you know, I was talking about, you know, the lion, a bear, a wolf chasing you from the bushes, you know, if you didn't have that, you would just stare and stop and not move and you would probably die. Okay. Um, now with an effective cortisol metabolism, we are primed to run away, um, or do battle because See, cortisol secretion releases amino acids from muscle, glucose from the liver, and fatty acids from adipose tissue into the bloodstream for use of, of for, for, for energy. So, you know, talking about that, is cortisol good and bad? It's a, it's a yes and no. It's, it's good and it's bad. So you have to understand that with an effective cortisol metabolism, okay, you know, you, you need to have that uh, effective to have that response, but elevation, chronically elevated cortisol can lead to many damaging effects such as muscle loss, bone loss, immune system suppression, and even brain shrinkage that uh, research has shown. So it's very important to have proper recovery, proper understanding of what cortisol is. You know, it's a good, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Too high of it can cause lot of lost progress, um, but we also need it for certain things for our body's response and for it to respond correctly. Now I want to go into what does it mean to recover well? You know, so I'm talking a little bit about cortisol, I'm talking about soreness, fatigue, you know, training. Now, what does it mean to recover well? Now I want to give you guys four key tips to help you recover. Um, I'm going to go into each one of these, but I'm going to first talk about here is one, it's going to be sleep. I'm going to talk about sleep here in a sec. Two, okay, very important. These are all very important, but very important. Managing training intensity, volume, and frequency, okay? Number three, nutrition, okay? Tracking your macros, things like that. Um, I'm not going to go into supplements on today's podcast, that's going to be on a separate one of like what supplements you can do to help with recovery. But I want to focus just on nutrition because that's going to be the most important thing first and going and spending hundreds of dollars on supplements and you don't even have a good strong foundation on your nutrition. Um, and then number four, this is the magic right here. Walking, low intensity walking, but also meditation and sunlight. I kind of wanted to add all those in there. Okay. Now, Let's talk about sleep first. Sleep is so important. Um, I talk about it all the time. If you are a client of mine, um, you will know that I talk about it a lot. I ask about this in my check-ins all the time. And I do want to do a quick breakdown of just why sleep is extremely important. Um, so sleep is characterized into four unique stages, okay? Um, first, it's going to be the non-rapid eye movement, which is stages one and two. Also, which is called NREM for short, and then REM, 
you've ever heard of REM sleep, REM is rapid eye movement, which is stages three and four. Okay. Now stages one and two is it's about 50% of total sleep and essential for stages three and four to take place. Okay. Stage three, which is called deep sleep. This is, we, we need, we need deep sleep where growth hormone being released, restoration of the body tissue takes place. Okay. So again, we need this time to sleep, to recover. Okay. Now stage four, which is REM, or I like to say dream sleep, where your metabolism, body replenishment, cardiovascular system, emotional recovery, memory patterns, learning occur. This is where we build the lean muscle. Take your sleep seriously. Okay. Take your sleep seriously. Now I recommend about seven to nine hours of interrupted sleep. I know in today's life, life is so hard. Things get hard, uh, stress, you know, maybe you're getting four five, six, but this is going to be something where um, it's very, very highly important that deep sleep and REM sleep and those stages are in your life, you know, and this is where going to bed on time, turning your phone off, listening to meditational music, breath work, um, being able to do those things to help, help you recover. Um, it is extremely important and it's very important to understand those stages. You know, sometimes you're like, yeah, I know sleep is, you know, seven to nine hours. I see it all the time, but actually kind of doing a dive like that should help and help you guys understand, okay, sleep is important. I need to get my sleep, especially if I'm going to be serious with my my hypertrophy muscle growth. Okay. All right. So number two, managing training intensity, volume, and frequency. Um, you know, as a coach, I'm always monitoring mesocycles. Now, if you're following me and you're listening to me, if you're a client of mine, you know, I'm always talking about this, you know, making sure we're recovering the correct way, being able to make sure that training is the intensity is correct. Volume is correct. Frequency is correct. But Often when you're not recovering well is when your intensity is too high, your volume is, could be too high and you're training things too much, you know, not having proper recovery, not having proper responses, not training too sore. I'll talk about soreness here in a second, but you need to ask yourself, you know, how sore am I after these, these sessions? Is it taking me three, four five days to recover? Um, am I going into the gym with low motivation? I'm going to be going in that for into a second here, but going into this and feeling as if I'm still not recovered. Like I trained chest on Monday. I'm supposed to train chest on Thursday. I'm still extremely sore. And I just feel like I'm not getting good pumps. I feel flat. I feel drained. This is going to be a good indication that your volume and that, that intensity of that workout might need to be pulled back a little bit. And this is why it's so important that you're tracking your mesocycles. Like I said, if you are following me, if you're a client of mine and you are on the Built TV training app, I am constantly looking at your mesocycles and making sure we're, we're doing the right thing. So we're recovering the correct way and seeing progress. But too often people don't track. They don't understand how many sets they're doing. For an example, for chess, maybe they're doing 20 plus sets, 25 sets, and they're not recovering well, and they're just pounding their body, not seeing the correct progressive overload, and their recovery just sucks, okay? So I want you guys to have self-awareness of that. You know, I always say start with anywhere between 10 to 13 sets 
per muscle group a week. See how your body responds. Focus on skill. Prime those muscles. Build that awareness. From there, start focusing on progressive overload. But don't go into the gym pushing 25, 30, 45 sets and think you should be recovering within a day. Maybe someone that's taking PEDS, performance enhancement drugs, but I'm talking to my audience of natural lifters, okay? Self-awareness, understand where your intensity is, load, understand how many sets you're doing, volume and frequency, how many times you're doing in the week. Yes, I do believe training your muscle groups twice in the week is going to be the best for muscle growth. But if you're training just once and it's taking you four or five days for you to recover, you need to be asking yourself and questioning yourself, okay, do I need to dial it back, pull my volume down, still have strong intensity, but pull my volume down from say 20 sets to 10 sets, make sure these sets are close to a mechanical failure set. And then from there, see how my body responds. Okay. Number three, what does it mean to recover? Well, okay. So managing, we talked about got to get your sleep. You've got to understand and manage your training intensity. You need to understand that. Number three, you need to have a good grasp on your nutrition, okay? Tracking your macros, all right? Like I said, I could have a whole podcast on supplements, but I'm going to do a quick dive into this. Nutrition plays a huge role for recovery. One of those macronutrients is going to be your protein getting amino acids being pumped in your body. Okay. We want to make sure we're activating muscle protein synthesis. You know, like I've described in the past, it's like pulling the trigger, say, Hey, grow new muscle, grow new proteins. We want that activated between four to five times a day. Okay. Now, if you're training and you're missing meals, you're not getting your protein count to make this simple. I, I suggest about one gram per pound of body weight. Um, you can go a little higher, a little lower, depends on the person, but just to say that for this moment, but it is very important that you're getting those meals in, not skipping those open windows, making sure you're getting complete protein. So you can get things like leucine, which is an amino acid, very important for muscle protein synthesis. So after you train, you're not staying in muscle protein breakdown. See, one of the reasons why people do not see progress is one and a recovery because they're constantly sore. They're not recovering well. It's because they're missing meals. They're eating like crap and they're not actually getting good, complete proteins like eggs, whey isolate, fish, um, uh, grilled chicken, you know, things of that nature. So being very um, aware of your full macros, but especially, especially your protein count. Okay, number four, all right, to recover like a champ, low intensity walking. And I added in here meditation and sunlight too, because it plays a huge role. But telling you, low intensity walking on your off days or even on your training days is going to help with metabolic rate. It's going to help with your step count. It's going to help with insulin sensitivity, stress, overall blood flow to the body. So I wanted to share this quick study. It was in uh, 2011. It showed that older adults walking 40 minutes a day, three times a week, reduced the normal age-related shrinkage of the brain's hippocampus. This is uh, where the brain processes memory and emotions. And after a year, they improved their performance on special memory tasks. So again, this is just about improving mental sharpness on older adults. And obviously we're talking about recovery, but on your recovery day, you should be improving mental sharpness. You should be improving that throughout your day. And again, building muscle is so important. 
building quality muscle is what we want. That's why I made this podcast talking about that, but building sharpness mentally, we got to do that. So recovering well, getting your steps in low intensity walking, also sunlight, being able to push that all into the body. Okay. So those guys, those were four, four big things to, what does it mean to recover well again, sleep, managing your training intensity, your nutrition, make sure you're not missing your meals, getting your protein, making sure you're in muscle protein synthesis activation four to five times a day, not in muscle protein breakdown. Um, and for low intensity walking, where on those walks, you focus on meditation, you're working on sunlight and helping it focus on getting blood flow to the brain, to areas like your hippocampus. Okay. This next section I want to talk about here is how do you know you are recovered? Okay. This part is really important. This is a great question because you're like, okay, you got, you gave me some tips, Isaiah. Well, how do I know? How do I know, um, you know, that I'm, I'm well recovered. And um, number one is going to be level of soreness. How fatigued, how sore are you? You know, 10 out of 10, eight out of 10, nothing at all. You know, for an example here, scenario, say you train chest on Monday, you train chest, and you're so sore. We're just talking about this in a second ago. You're so sore and you come in on, on um, Thursday, you might have to pull back a little bit. You know, you might have trained with a, too much of an intensity. You know, I like to call it the sweet spot. The sweet spot. You want to find that sweet spot. Yes, you want to be sore. You know, I do believe you want to have that muscle damage there. But you want to find that sweet spot where you're coming into the gym you're able to train, you know, if you come in and your back is just so sore and you are supposed to train back the next time, how are you supposed to have good activated sets with proper stimulation if you're too sore? So always going into the gym, ask yourself, like on a scale one through 10, 10 out of 10, like I am so sore right now. Like you should be feeling like when you're ready to get back into the gym to train that muscle, it should be at a low between two to three, maybe four you know, look at that scale, ask yourself that, and then be able to push. Like I said, muscle damage plays a big role in the process, but too much soreness can result of little to no muscle gain. And that's where I found myself at a younger age, just pushing, pushing, pushing. Okay. Number two is your level of mindset. You know, you will know you're recovered if your mindset is good, you know, feeling fresh. I've seen this time and time again, people putting themselves, draining themselves, and um, starting to have like super low motivation in their training. And this is a thing where it's like, you know, do you feel mentally drained throughout your training session? Do you? Because um, this could be a sign that you are not recovering well enough, not motivated to train. You just feel run down. Um, uh, this is a just a way you need you know, you got to check yourself to make those adjustments. Um, and that's kind of being like, you know, are you overdoing it? Are you mentally fatigued? Nervous system is extremely tired. Because if you are very fatigued and you're trying to battle those thoughts, that's sometimes a good time to know, like, I need to take a step back. But, but I'm going to say this too. Sometimes you need to buckle down. All right. People will use this section here as an excuse sometimes and say like, ah, they just need it. I need a rest day. But in reality, they have just no discipline surrounding their habits. You know, they're, they're going to bed late. They're waking up you know, only sleeping four to five hours, not hitting meals, eating crap foods, et cetera. Okay. You got to check yourself and be real. Um, it's a thing, but you need to also understand you got to be real with yourself with that. Um, this is, uh, this is when having a coach helps like myself, you know, being able to call BS or 
adjusting those leverages, you know, understand like, okay, are they overtraining? Do I need to make those adjustments? Okay. Number three, training progressions. Are they going up or down? This is a good way to know if you are recovering well. It's pretty self-explanatory. Um, you know, if you're going in the gym and your goal is to add two and a half to five pounds in a muscle in a mesocycle, four-week uh, block, and you're doing that, great. If you're coming in the gym and you're at the same weight for four weeks and you haven't moved weight, you haven't gained reps, you're you're just fatigued and tired, or you're coming into that session having to lower weight because you're so sore and you're so fatigued, that's a good you know, indication that you're overtraining. So look at your progressions. Ask yourself, am I progressing with my leg movements? Am I progressing with my upper movements? And make those proper adjustments. Again, this is where me as a coach, I will make those adjustments based off of week-by-week -week basis of mesocycles. So guys, that is it. I hope that, I mean, it was a lot. Um, went into a couple little deep dives, but broke that down again. How do you know you recovered? Level of soreness, your mindset, training progressions. Okay. Um, I hope you guys got a lot of value from today's podcast. This was episode six and, um, I'm super stoked to continue these, push these out. If you found value within today's podcast, um, if you could just screenshot and share it on Facebook, Instagram at built elite training, that would be great. Um, if you are interested in my coaching, you can simply email me or uh, jump me on my website, www.builtelitetraining.com or privately just DM me on Instagram, um, Built Elite Training. Again, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I hope you found some value in today's podcast. We will talk soon.